I'm Francie. And I'm Lindsay. And you're listening to Other Mothers Podcast. Hello and welcome to Other Mothers Podcast. I'm Ellen, one of your three co-hosts, and this is our first episode. So we just wanted to take a couple minutes to introduce ourselves and uh, let you get to know us and where we're headed with the podcast. My name is Lindsay, and I met my stepson Ryder nine years ago. I married his dad a little over six years ago, and last summer he and I separated with a divorce soon to follow. My most prominent fear in seeing the end of my marriage was losing a son that I had raised and loved for over eight years. Um, Ryder's mom and I, Francie, did not have an amicable relationship to begin with. We both had some emotional maturing to do, and um, I think that we would both readily admit that uh, now. (laughs) Uh, But we learned how to work together to create a good environment for Ryder, um, the best that we could. Um, And by the time that my marriage ended, I was viewing Francie as more than just a large part of my parenting life. Um, She had become a friend, and she had become somebody who understood my position in a way that really, I didn't feel like a whole lot of other people could. We had spent so much effort building this loving foundation for our son that it was easy and kind of natural when that love and grace was extended to each other. Now, I'm not going to lie to you, the road was long, and we traveled backwards more than a couple times. Um, But it was worth every stumble and roadblock to have a relationship with my now 13-year-old bonus son, with his mom, and with his bonus family. I am so excited to have the opportunity to share our stories as a collection of other mothers, in hopes that we can inspire some positivity in your lives, whether you're seeking more of it or to maintain what you've already created. I'm Francie. I am Ryder's mother, and I have been his mother his whole life. (laughs) (laughs) Lindsay came into Ryder's life when he was three years old, and as she mentioned, we have been through... Many, many ups and downs to get to where we are, but we are at a beautiful place right now. I also am another mother. In 2016, I married my husband, and I gained two bonus children who are wonderful and fantastic, and our family just wouldn't be the same if we weren't so blended. My family is blended in so many different ways other than... Just with me and my husband and my stepkids, um, and then with you, you know, we have all these different, but we also have another piece of my family here, and that is Ellen. So Ellen (laughs) is also a part of our blended family. Ellen is my niece's other mother, and, and yeah, I'll just, I'll... I'll leave the rest up to her. All right. I'm Ellen. I met my bonus kids about 10 years ago. Um, My husband and I met and were friends before we started dating. And then I have been a bonus mom now for almost nine years. I have only been married for two. And (laughs) I have a four-year-old daughter as well. So, you know, we always kind of joke that I fell in love with my bonus kids before my husband and they were a big reason why we are still together because there were some ups and downs when we first started, but 
that's where we're at. And I'm excited to share our story and um, hopefully give some peace of mind and some grace to women listening that are in the same shoes that we all have been in. I think one of the biggest things that the three of us has talked about is not having um, a lot of people in our lives who are stepmoms. So, and Francie was just saying, when you meet somebody, you're like, oh my gosh, I'm asking all of the questions, um, which is kind of what we're going to do today so that our audience can sort of get to know us. We know each other and there's still so much more we get to learn about each other, but this is a great opportunity for that. So... When I started off, I did not, like, before I met my husband, um, I was petrified at the idea of uh, stepchildren. Um, Before you guys were married, before you fell in love with your kids that aren't biologically yours, how did you feel about it? You know, I mean, it's, it's funny because, like you just said, like... You're not like a little girl playing like stepmom. Nobody like, dreams like, oh, I can't wait. I can't, I can't wait, wait to have stepmom. It's gonna be great. <laughs> Nobody dreams about that. It's it's true, and but and we were talking about this the other day too. But you choose it, like you chose it, right? <laughs> like quite honestly, I didn't choose to be a mom. Like my pregnancy was not planned. So I think that <laughs> it's really interesting when you do meet other stepmothers because we did choose it. Yeah, we chose we definitely, the role. We definitely chose it. Um, so, like, I always knew that I wanted to be a mom. I've always wanted to be a mother. When I was a kid, you know, I didn't just play house. Like, I played babies. <laughs> I played mom. I played mom. Uh-huh. And I had all, I mean, I was not a stuffy kid. I wasn't a Barbie kid. I was a baby kid. I had babies and I had dolls. <laughs> and in all of our family pictures, I have doll. I have a doll. And one of my sisters used to get so pissed off that, in fact, we have a photo that I should show you. We should put this up. (laughs) Or she's so pissed off because I have a doll in the picture. You know, this doll wasn't part of the family. But anyway, no, I've I've just, I've always wanted to be a mom. Um, You know, I, I, I joke about like, I've, I'm the Mary Poppins, you know? Of course, I'm going to be the best stepmother. And now I feel like I'm like Miss Hannigan sometimes, uh-huh. you know? Not, not always Mary Poppins. But I was so excited. Like when, you know, my husband told me that he had kids. I'm like, yes! Like, I've this is this is it. Like this, I found, you know, I'm supposed to be mom and stepmom. And I was just so excited to add these two other children to my brew of children (laughs) um so you know Ryder was super excited to have an older brother and I was super excited to add a little girl to the mix but there just was a lot that I didn't think about you know I didn't think about the Mm -hmm. other mother you know I didn't think about the ex-wife um what if the kids didn't get along what if they didn't like what I was doing but this is where I was saying, but I'm the fun mom. I'm the fun, yeah. I'm the fun mom. So many people already like me. Why don't you? Yeah, why, why wouldn't they? I mean, I really did think that way, too. Like, well, why wouldn't we get all the kids like? Kids love me. They I'm do. a delight. <laughs> I'm a delight. Yeah, so, so I was super excited about being a stepmom. I mean, really. Yeah. And I know that's not always. I know it's terif- it's terrifying to a lot of people, but I was so excited. Yeah. Well, and you had a different situation than Ellen and I did because Ellen, I know you you have a biological child now um, with your stepchildren's 
father. Mm -hmm. So they have a half-sister. Yes. So you're planning it in a different way. I didn't have kids. I still don't have kids. I don't even have a husband now. I'm just (laughs) tagging along with Francie over here. (laughs) Like, please, can I still be a mom? And And we still say other mother. I think sometimes people are like, oh, so they're lesbians. (laughs) (laughs) We just Um, let them think that, by the way. It's fine. But it's fine. No, but see, you you had that, like, kind of completing your family and, right. and, and yeah. you know not like filling in your missing pieces but you know you you had a son and and so you had that was just another thing you had in common with your husband right and I think so it, what was it like for you Ellen because you didn't have children I didn't have children I was super young I was only 22 um and I had a relationship with my stepchildren before my husband and I started dating. So it kind of, I really didn't think about it. Like I jumped in. Mm -hmm. I was like, okay, this is what needs to happen. Um, This is what we're going to do. And like I've said, like my relationship with my stepkids was much stronger, much earlier than it was with my husband. Mm -hmm. Um, And I don't, and that is, I don't know anyone that can say that yeah. you know like yeah, my situation is unique. very unique I'm sure there's people I maybe people that are even listening that maybe have similar stories to that too where you have already built this relationship with the kids and then you know you build it with with their dad but it, it is absolutely very unique mm-hmm. yeah and 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 one thing that is just interesting too I mean so you were young mm-hmm. but I wasn't like, I, I was, he had already been married before. Mm-hmm. I probably should have been married. I mean, what, I was 35, you know? Mm-hmm. And so adding to my group was more exciting. I think that at that age, when I already have this, yeah. you know, an eight-year-old. Yeah, you were established. Right. I was established, yeah. Yeah, yeah. so very, yeah. all three of us have completely different stories Mm -hmm. well and I that's I love that about this because even though we're so different we're finding commonalities and also just offers perspective you know and that's the thing about being a stepmom not that all biological moms are going to parent the same but we all have such different stories to tell yeah there is not a single role that society says oh here's what the stepmom does right we have to pick it's a choose your own adventure but we get to choose. Right. So, you know, really, like, how do we choose wisely? And, and you know, I think it always just kind of comes down to, like, how we're building those relationships, not just in the beginning, but, like, perpetually with our bonus kids. Um, so in the beginning, how was it, Francie, jumping in with uh, your own son uh, and two bonus kids now, how mm-hmm. did you build that relationship first with your with your stepkids. Okay, so without getting into it too much, <laughs> so I, I wasn't allowed to meet them for the first three or four months. Mm-hmm. So I didn't meet them, goodness gracious. Um, I probably had only been around them maybe five times before we got married. I mean, we jumped in, like, we flew into it. So we really, I only knew him for about eight months. We dated for about five months before we got married. We didn't even tell anybody that we got married um, until, you know, it had happened. But I knew, I mean, I knew that he was just very different from everybody else and that 
I was going to marry him. I've been engaged before knowing that I wasn't going to get married. <laughs> like, <laughs> I mean, it just, this was just completely different. And if you know my husband, you know how different it is because he is like the most committed husband and father. But with the kids, I, I hadn't met them very many right. times. I hadn't spent that much time with them. We'd gone camping, like on a weekend camp out, you know, um, and... And I do these, like, theater camps, and they had come to my week-long theater camp. So I spent time with them, but not, like, as a mother. Right. You know? Uh So I really didn't know what I was getting into. And, like, confident little teacher me (laughs) just was like, this is going to be fine. This is going to be great. This is going to be easy. And and, and as far as, as, as Jacob, as my husband goes... You know, the only time that I saw him as a father was just those brief times that that we spent together. Mm-hmm. And at that time, he had, you know, just been through a divorce, realistically, mm-hmm. and only had so many overnights with them. It was just very different than it is right now. Completely different than it is right now. Mm-hmm. And so my, I, as far as a a first built relationship with them, it didn't build until we moved in together. You know, until I was already married to their dad. Yeah. We bought our house, we moved in, and we got the kids, you know, so much more. And then that's, it was, it was fast, and the relationship built later. Well, yeah, and, and mine was very different, obviously, because I dated Chris forever, and then, uh, I specifically told him I would not move in with him because he had a child until we were serious and and until I knew that, like, he wanted to get married. I mean, this was based on a piece of advice that my Aunt Sabrina gave me. She was like, you know, I I know, gosh, love feels great and and you want it, but you have got to really exercise the fact that if you're in a child's life, then you need to think of yourself in a parental sort of mode. This is about the children. It no longer is just about you and this person that you like. So you have to really keep in mind that everything that you do will affect him. Whether you think he notices or not, whether he is there or not. Um, And so that was something that like we were together for like three years. So Ryder and I had this fun little like whirlwind of a where I like got to date him too yeah and it was wonderful yeah there were times that were stressful but like we got to develop a friendship before it was time and actually Ryder asked me to marry his dad before (laughs) Kristen I'm 90% sure that the only reason Chris asked me to marry him is because Ryder was like so listen papa (laughs) it's we gonna we gonna do this or are we gonna keep dragging our feet here um, well, I wish that everyone could see us right now, too, because Ellen and I are both shaking our heads yes, like, to everything that you're saying, mm-hmm. you know? And and I think that advice that she gave you is, like, dead on. Solid gold. Oh, my God. Well, and I would have acted differently, and it would have changed everything. I don't think that I would have had such a good relationship with Ryder then or now. Um, and, again, I know that our, like, every human relationship ever is flawed. I get that, but... I don't think that he and I would feel the way we do about each other if we didn't have that opportunity to... We were dating. You built a foundation. We did. Well, and I think, you know, every situation is different. Everybody's story is different. Mm -hmm. Not just ours, but everybody out there, too. But 
I mean, think of how different, and I'm not saying that I would have done anything differently because I, I didn't. <laughs> and I'm so glad that I'm, I love my stepkids. I love my husband. I'm glad that I am where I am. But it would be so different if I would have just waited a little while and like let that foundation build yeah. and, you know, let that create. Whereas I was like, this man's amazing. I'm not letting him go. Um, <laughs> that his children seemed wonderful, you know, and they are wonderful, but I, I just, it seemed like, you know, and I'm 35 and I have this, like, let's do this. Let's right. do this. Let's go. Like we're already here. Why wait? You know? And, but it would be very different. Yeah. Yeah. So, like I said before, I had a relationship with my stepkids before my husband and I started dating. And so once we started dating and once we told the kids, I kind of had to rebuild that relationship a little bit. Um, not from the ground up because I think that foundation was already there, but just kind of rework the framing of it mm -hmm. um, because they were seeing me in a different role. Like, that relationship was still there, but there was some work being put in for us to be seen as, like, a unit and for them to kind of, like, understand their dad and I having a relationship because that isn't how it started. Um, so we spent a lot of time just playing, you know? Like, we just... And they were still pretty young. Yes. So they were at that age, and that's what I loved about being, like, Ryder was three and a mm -hmm. half, almost four. You could just play. Yeah. And that's where, like, at that time. one of my favorite memories when we first started dating is that, like, my husband is huge on football. Like, to the point where it drives me insane. <laughs> Ooh, Jacob's getting there. I don't even oh, get gosh. it. Like, where did it come from? It's because the Chiefs won the Super Bowl last year, and now he's, like, yelling at the TV. Oh, I don't yeah. know what to do. Marshall is <laughs> fan both when they sucked like when is it intermission <laughs> now it's just worse but like i so like marshall would be in front of the tv pretty they much sucked. all day sunday you know and so that was like our craft day so yeah. like we would go to the craft store and we'd pick up crafts and we would sit in the living room while the game was on and while marshall was watching tv and like me and my stepkids my you know my kids would just sit and do crafts and play, you know, and we, and I think that was like part of our routine and we were, I mean, there's no such thing as normal, but it felt like natural and, you know, mm -hmm. just, yeah, it, it just felt right, Genuine I guess. And yeah. Real. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, I think just trying to be normal, not making it super exciting and like fancy and lights because that is if your relationship is going to sustain, that's not going to work, especially right. trying to parent someone else's kids. Right, yeah. It's not going to be all glitter bombs and flash yeah. and trash. You're going to have some days where you're, like, both crying over math homework. Right? Well, and that's, that is... <laughs> that has happened so many times. Another another episode that I, and I definitely want to add that to, because, you know, it's like, well, who's the fun house, you know? And <sighs> we always, yeah. we struggle with that a lot, too, because you know, what are, when we get my stepkids, they're like, what are we going to do today? What's for dinner? You know, they ask those questions, like, nonstop. It's like, well, do we do we have to do something today? Can we just be at home and, right. like, hang out and play a game or whatever? But I think a lot of times, like, that's even what 
they'll, they want to hear. Like, we're going to play games together. We're going to do this together. Yeah. It doesn't have to be we're going rock climbing. We're going, right. you know, to go, you know, to the lake, or we're going to go do this and this and this. Like, it can just be we're just going to be, and maybe that's just what they they need to hear. And that's how Ryder always had to know what was happening before it happened, mm-hmm. you know. But um, I think that is a big thing. Well, because the kids are, tr- are going back and forth and back and forth. They want to know. Predictability makes them feel safe. And that's really what they just want to know what they need to emotionally prepare themselves yeah. for. Because they didn't sign up for this. This is not their doing. And so they don't get to just wake up and be. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, and, you know... As a Montessori teacher, I always remind parents, like, you guys, these kids make so little decisions for themselves. They don't get to decide where to go to school, right? what they're going to eat for dinner, what you put in their lunchbox, what clothes you buy them. Sure, they get a choice about what's in the closet. They don't have freedom. And when they are going back and forth between houses, having to deal with separate cultures in each, like, you know, little microcultures in each house... That is so difficult. They're they're growing up in two different cultures essentially and having to predict what's going to happen when sometimes we can't. That's incredibly hard and it's right. very demanding well, to and ask like, that of them. Well, and like think, you know, you don't have your Harry Potter cape at both houses right. sometimes or we'll think about that as an adult. Oh, yeah. Like if I wanted to wear my, my gray sweater, sweater but it was at the other house that's literally 40 minutes away sorry yeah I know that's really hard but (laughs) yeah so I mean and and you know when you think about again it all circles back around to like why are we all here because there's children involved Mm -hmm. right if you had to sleep in a different bed three nights a week would you be happy and healthy no I would be a freaking mess right yeah well and like So our girls are almost 16 and 13. And, like, my oldest is like, I can't I can't get comfortable in this bed. And it's like, I couldn't imagine. Like, every aspect of their life has something to compare it to. And mm-hmm. that's so hard. And, it, I mean, it's hard for the kids. And it's also hard to hear that from, like, a parental side and it I used to take it so personally and mm-hmm. my husband was like it's not a comparison it's it, it doesn't need to be taken personally it's a comment like it is they are they are expressing themselves and they're just saying this but I still take it personally because I feel like it's an attack at me like you know even when I I'll pick them up sometimes and it's like well um Ugh, I hate school, you know? And it's like, well, I just hate that I'm going... Because we're in the middle of a pandemic right now. We're doing virtual school from two houses, you know? And it's like, well, I just hate having to carry my stuff back and forth. And, you know, I'll say, well, you know, this is something that that hopefully we don't have to do for much longer. But right now we need to figure out how to make this work. Mm-hmm. And, you know, or I'll say, well, if we were going to school, you would have to bring things. But at the same time, like, I know inside I get frustrated and I'm like, it's not my fault. You know what I mean? Right. I don't want to be doing this either. Don't yell at me about it. You know, yeah. gosh. But at the same time, like, you're 11. Of course you hate this. You don't get to see your friends. Right. You don't have real teachers. You don't know what your expectations are. Right. Ugh. Or teacher, like, you don't have a connection with teachers or... 
Yeah, they're having a hard time. She's had 11 years to learn how to deal with just even basic things, like the gravitational pull of the planet. My gosh, you know, like how it feels when the full moon pops up. You know, we've we've had 30 plus years to figure it out. Mm. Our brains are done developing. They're still working through it. So when, you know, the frustrations come through the kids, it feels like a comparison. Right. Even when they're 16, their brains aren't done developing yet. Like, of course they're going to compare because that compare, is... Compare, attack, blame. Right. Because but it's not. that's yeah. how they're learning to cope with things. And, you know, you... Oh, oh, God, it is so hard to look at the situation and go, this isn't about me right now. Yeah. But... You either have to do that or you have to say, you know what, I'm not emotionally prepared to, to help you with this right now. I need to go check myself yeah. with whatever it is that I do to rapid renew myself and not be, you know, the wicked witch of the East because I do actually want to help you through this. Right. Yeah, and we have to step back and breathe because that's oh. where, you know, like you said, Marshall will say it and Jacob does too. And it's like, it's not at you. Right. You know, I'm like, well, you've, you've been doing, you've been doing this forever. This is about me. No, it's not about me. It's not. Yeah. No. <laughs> I was, when I am at the point where I cannot like be calm and really address their feelings and be rational, I pass the baton. I'm like, here you go. This is all you. <laughs> this is you. Yeah. Well, I think that's, that is smart too, because a lot of times if it is something that needs to be seriously discussed and we can't make that connection with them, it has to be the, the bio parent sometimes, you yeah. know, which because we can try and yeah. sometimes it's just not as comforting to them maybe. I don't, I mean. Honestly, even with having my daughter, which both of her parents live in the same house. There are still moments where I am like, I can't do this right now. I need 30 minutes. She's almost four, and she loves her mama so much. <laughs> like, we are two peas, one very teeny tiny pod. <laughs> and so, like, sometimes I need to pass the baton, and that's, I don't feel like that's necessarily, like, a... <clears throat> Bonus kid thing. It's, it's kind of just a parenting yeah, yeah. thing. It's part right? of yeah. being in a partnership. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. So, at least... <clears throat> and I was a single mom for a very long time. A very long time. For eight years, really. Mm -hmm. um, so, at least there's that. And that, that we all had somebody with... A partner with us. Now, sometimes your partner isn't the isn't as supportive and that is completely understood and there have been times where sometimes I, I think to myself this would just be easier if I was a yes. single mom totally but oh, yeah. because then you get to make all the decisions but mm -hmm. that is not I mean you single moms out there fucking kill it because <laughs> that shit is not easy you have nobody to pass your baton to no you like pass like, it to the other like, hand I can't handle this yeah. A lot of times I just need backup. I just need yeah. I just need somebody to repeat the same words that I just said so that they can trust that what I just said was true. <laughs> I have uh. been co-parenting. I have been a bonus parent for nine years. That affects relationships differently as well. Yes. Because like you were talking we when we had a call on Thursday, you were <clears throat> like, I've been through this so many times with Ryder's dad. And I've only been through it this many times with my bonus kids mom mm -hmm. and that kind of changes 
things a little bit. Oh, 100%. how we handle things. Oh yeah, yeah because right? I'm I I like Lindsay and I have been through a lot, <laughs> and especially the first few years. Yeah, this but then is. It, but it changed. I would say when Ryder was in like the end of first grade, we st- we could there was more we could talk and like you know go to choir the choir show together take a picture together you know stuff like that like it started it started getting better it wasn't like really good until we were planning his 11th birthday though you know I mean like really good right yeah where you like like, looked forward to seeing each other yeah where we were like yeah let's hang yeah or let's I I would I would not have purposefully hung out with you without Ryder without Chris without Jacob without I wouldn't have done that before we were planning Ryder's super awesome And then we were like, party. oh my gosh, we're a lot alike. Well, and that was, <laughs> yeah, that was also when, you know, I was going through some emotional things at that point in time, realizing I was at the end of my marriage. I'm going to be square with you. I was freaking strategic as shit about that. that. Yeah. I was like, I will be damned if I just raised a child for nine fucking years and I'm just going to lose him. Yeah. Because, like I said, like, I, you know, Ryder and I dated. And then when I married his dad, I was like, I I am married to you. You, you're my guy. Like, if you need something, I'm supposed to be here. I I couldn't walk away from that. And I knew that things were going to fall apart. I knew my job was to build that relationship with you so I could maintain it with him. But I didn't expect it to actually be a genuine friendship in the end. It just goes to show that if you fake it long enough. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. But I'm kidding. No, no, no. Don't fake it long enough, but, like, try to be nice Lindsay to each other. Because that's, that's your truth sorry. in the end. If you practice being nice and you practice being friends, that's what you're going to end up with. That's what you teach your kids, you yeah. know. But she would say that because we would make these plans to, like, have, you know, planning the party and where she'd be like do I really like oh maybe I you know hurt my ankle or something whatever whatever and then she'd come over and then when she'd leave she was like okay that was fine that was actually a lot of fun yeah Yeah. (laughs) and there were times like my brother was in the hospital having brain surgery one of the days and I was already halfway there and I was like you can use this as an excuse and then I was like dude just go plan the birthday party yeah just show up you know, no, you don't want to drive. Yes, you're tired. Like, sure, it's an uncomfortable oh, that situation. Drive so much time to think. Just go do the thing. Practice doing the thing that you, you know, want to be. So I've had emotionally dealt with too much with Ryder's dad. That, like, emotionally, that doesn't get to me anymore. It used to be him and my mom were, like, the only people that could just, like, set me on fire but it, not with anybody else and now I mean he could like throw lit matches at me and I would just be like cool you know you have exhausted yeah but now I think you know eventually hopefully everything will um play out for the best for the for the kids anyway right. like we don't need to be best friends or anything um but you'd right. like you'd like to have a foundation of kindness you yeah. know that you can model together in the presence of your children correct so now i'm gonna say <laughs> for all of you listening who are thinking that you know that's never going to be me i'm never going to get to that point with the bio mom or you know whatever side of the relationship you are on i am there We've been doing this for nine years, and it took seven years for me to let go of that. 
let go of that hope that at one point we would be able to be in the same room together. It's not the most positive thing to say, but it is realistic. Like, I think both my husband and I always hoped that at one point there would be less anger and more respect and and putting the kids first right. and, like, having that as us moving forward and it's not going to happen. You know, it's – I still – am terrified of what happens if my stepdaughters get married and I'm not going to get to go dress shopping with them. You know, like yeah. that's really hard. You will. Them. They just probably won't be able to tell their mom. Yeah, Who I don't is know. my sister. I don't know if we have addressed that yet or not. You, you, kinda, but, you gave yeah. a little bit of a backwards roadmap. But yeah, that's, but that's okay. That's how that works. Well, I don't, I mean, how do you address these things? Because, you know, we we didn't discuss this before. Like, what boundaries do we have to set? And there's certain boundaries we don't want to cross. Now, this is our podcast, and we want to talk about being stepmoms. And there's obviously like this other side, and these other mothers, and and your Ellen's other mother happens to be my sister, and that's the fact of the matter. And that being said, think. like even though I don't see less us really having an actual relationship, that doesn't mean, like, her relationship with my stepkids is super important. Her relationship with my husband is super important. I don't, I don't wish her any ill will. It's, it's just not going to happen for us. Right. And I've come to peace with that, and it has made my relationship with my husband better. It's made my overall life better. I am more at peace giving up and surrendering the hope that we would ever be able to have a relationship. There's, there's was a podcast, a stepmom podcast that I was listening to, and I like that. But she talks about gray rocking. Have you ever heard about gray rocking somebody? No. So you basically treat someone like they're just a gray rock, like not in a bad way, but you just like, you know, no information is the best information. Mm-hmm. No feelings, like mm-hmm. nothing, because then they don't have any reason to create any drama which is what I think some people feed on so I mean and it's you know unless it's like with the kids and you're talking about like certain things that you're planning or this and that but like sometimes when you're dealing with the high conflict person the best decision would be just to to gray rock them um because then they don't have anything to get upset at you personally and even like with the kids though I mean it's just I don't know you've also not expended any of your emotional energy on that right you know you don't have to be rude about it but you can be very straightforward matter of fact you know and it doesn't take any of your positive energy and it doesn't put any of your negative energy out into the world well when you're dealing with a high conflict um person I think that business transaction is just like Mm -hmm. the way to go yeah (laughs) yeah absolutely so this is a little bit longer of a discussion than I had originally thought was going to happen but I really enjoyed this time um we are going to go ahead and call it our time here um and I want to restate that really our purpose for creating this podcast is to help build better environments for stepmoms for bonus kids for bio moms for anybody who has an extended family Our goal is to create a positive environment. 
That being said, if you're listening to this and it isn't resonating with you or if it's not making you feel better and it's actually making you feel worse, turn it off and come back later. I mean, we hope you come back later, but if it's not improving your life or your situation, then stop. Right, but if it is and you relate to us or you enjoy what you're hearing and you hope that someday you can have this relationship um, with like like that Lindsay and I have together, which we didn't have before, or some of our stories, um, you know, you you have similar ones and you're hell yeahing us or you're aha or you're uh oh-ing us, uh, then please continue to listen and join and, us. And share. Yes, share. And subscribe. Oh my gosh. Like and subscribe. I feel like this little kid. Like and subscribe. No, but do. If you would like to, or if you have anything that you'd like to share your stories with us, you can reach us at theothermotherspodcast at gmail.com. You can find us on Instagram at Other Mothers Podcast. And Ellen, we have a Facebook page too. Yes, it is, is Other Mothers Podcast. Beautiful. Um, please feel free to reach out. Let us know what you think. And we look forward to hearing from you. Yes, we have so many fun guests in the future. And uh, just lots to discuss. Right? We do. Juicy. <laughs> Juicy. It's beautiful. All right. Thank you so much for joining us. And we will see you guys next time. We'll be talking about the loneliness of step parenting. Other mothers out. <laughs>